I'm Katia Adler, host of The Global Story. Over the last 25 years, I've covered conflicts in the Middle East, political and economic crises in Europe, drug cartels in Mexico. Now I'm covering the stories behind the news all over the world in conversation with those who break it. Join me Monday to Friday to find out what's happening, why, and what it all means. Follow The Global Story from the BBC wherever you listen to podcasts. The Kakadu Plum is an Australian native superfood containing 100 times more vitamin C than oranges. So why have you never heard of it? PR. No one's drinking a Kakadu smoothie? I'm JB Smooth, and that was a full episode of my new podcast, Straightforward. Inspired by guaranteed straightforward pricing from AT&T Fiber. Get what you want without the complicated. AT&T Fiber, live like a gagillionaire. Available wherever you get your podcast. Limited availability in select areas. Visit at and slash hypergig with details. You know you've got a comeback in you. When you take the next step, you're going to make it count. For your career, for your family, for your life. You can earn a degree you're proud of with Purdue Global. Purdue Global is backed by Purdue University, one of the nation's most respected and innovative public universities. This is your chance. This is your opportunity. This is your comeback. Purdue Global, Purdue's online university for working adults. Start your comeback today at purdueglobal.edu. The 2024 presidential campaign features two candidates who are very well known to Americans. And yet, there's complexity at every turn. Criminal trials for one of those candidates. Young voters who are angry. The Campaign Moment podcast from The Washington Post gives you what matters. I'm Aaron Blake, and I'm covering my 10th election cycle. My colleagues and I have insights that you won't find anywhere else. So follow the Campaign Moment right now, wherever you're listening. As the number one audio company, iHeartMedia gives you access to all. Every audience, live conversations, trusted influencers, and the insights and data you need to grow. iHeartMedia is your access company. Go to iHeartResults.com for more. Hey, everybody. What up, y'all? Welcome back to the show. Mm -hmm. I'm Eli. I'm Diana. And we have a very exciting episode today. Oh, my God. Uh, One of the most top tier Top tier, Top tier number one on episodes, here. unlike all our other trashy episodes. Fair, yeah, no, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Y'all skip all those. Come straight to this one. This is where it all starts. Um, <laughs> 120-some episodes in, this is where it starts. <laughs> <laughs> Look, we found that in 2014, in the Japanese city of Kyoto, a travel agency made headlines with some truly ridiculous news huh? about romance. So... We had to call in the experts. Very true. And we have with us here today, we're very, very excited that we have the hosts of Ridiculous News. What? Mark Kendall and Bill Worley. Yay! Welcome to the show, guys. Oh, man, y'all. It's so exciting to be here. Uh, big fan of the show, Ridiculous Romance. Oh, love you. listening to y'all. Uh, lo- love the love the, uh, love the vibe. And so very excited to get a chance to join those vibes. So very yeah. excited. Yeah. yeah, thank y'all so much for having us uh, all the way from the r- other Ridiculous studio. I mean, right. so many Ridiculous studios all packed in. <laughs> all we all share. World. You know, I, I run into y'all when we, we burp popcorn every once in a while. But yep. yeah, it's so nice <laughs> to be on here. Big fans. <laughs> that break room gets crowded. It does. Mm. Just a bunch of ridiculous people being uh-huh. clever. Uh-huh. Just dillying it up <laughs> yeah. in there. Yeah. Well... 
We talk about the ridiculous universe all the time on our show, but I feel like there's just a couple, two or three listeners we have that might not be very familiar with Ridiculous News. So will you please tell us about your show and yourselves? Absolutely. All right. So uh, Ridiculous News uh, is a podcast in the Ridiculous Universe. Uh, We put out two episodes a week and we try to do our best to talk about the news or headlines that are interesting to us without bumming you out too much because we realize that news can sometimes be a downer. So mm-hmm. uh, every every Monday, we put out a deep dive episode. And so that's kind of like a deep dive into uh, any particular topic or type of story that we want to give a little bit more time and attention. So for example, you know, we recently did a deep dive about potato chips. Bill and I mm-hmm. both love potato chips. Yes. So we talked Yum. about different... Tice of potato chips. Why is there so much air in the bags? We dive into that, you know? What? Uh, Finally. So we get into the bottom of reporting. Or it's just like we we talked about a lawsuit uh, where Pringles were trying not to be considered a potato chip so they could benefit from some tax breaks uh, overseas. That was also another. Oh. What were they? Uh, going to be like a health food or something? I'll listen to the episode. (laughs) (laughs) I'll listen to the episode. (laughs) Or we'll also like take that time to bring in a guest and talk to them about something that they're really interested in. So mm-hmm. uh, one I really enjoyed was we talked with India Childs, who's a dancer and choreographer uh, here mm-hmm. in Atlanta, where we're based, uh, talking to them about dance, dance as a, uh, as a uh, way of protesting and things like that. So awesome. we got to talk to them about their craft, their work. And so that's like an example of a deep dive episode. Then every cool. Thursday, we do what's called a weekly roundup episode. So we'll take a uh, Big stories or small stories or ridiculous stories, stories you may have missed and try to, uh, uh, you know, put that into one tightly packed episode. Uh, yeah. Yeah. So yeah. like the, the deep dive, we talk about potato chips with, with the weekly roundup that might be more current story, like the fact that they removed five Doritos per bag because of inflation and, <gasps> uh, you know, and, and see all those all these things going on. And by taking out five Doritos per bag, they're after actually saving fifty million dollars per year, wow. which is just mind mind blowing. <laughs> yeah. Um, so yeah, there's a lot of fifty million. Good. Fifty million. Just a cool fifty million just for those five chips. Wow. Per bag. Wow. Man. And how many saturated fats are they saving me? From? Right. That's right. a real <laughs> question. <laughs> <laughs> How much sat fat am I missing out on? <laughs> it's good for your brain. Um, yeah, yeah we'll, we'll, we'll have guests on those episodes too. And usually those will be like uh, comedy friends and, and people that can riff with us on those different stories. Uh-huh. And like Mark said, we try to, uh, you know, keep it from the, you know, the wild and funny to the deep and hidden to the absolutely ridiculous. But we also like to talk about some stuff that's a little bit more serious and close to our hearts sometimes too. Sure. So yeah. It's 90% funny, 10% get you in the gut yeah in a good way in a good way i like oh, those ratios best. that's a good ratio yeah <laughs> that's a good ratio so we aim for something close to that here i hope i was just thinking i was yeah. like are we more get them in the gut yeah we'll do like I don't know. nine episodes <laughs> about people who have sex with aliens right and then right. one about you know a couple that escaped the holocaust nice and it's very uh, funny stuff yeah. hilarious you, well, you balance it's all about the balance <laughs> um but you guys also i'm just gonna go ahead and plug the hell out of you here because you guys also are some of the funniest people in atlanta just True. your videos that you make uh the content you all put out is so good yes they make uh, some really great videos for fair fight georgia so if you're yes. in georgia and you care about yeah. voter registration watch them they are so fun 
I well, love them. <laughs> uh, you know, flattery will get you absolutely everywhere. So we <laughs> appreciate that very much. And yeah, yeah. Uh, New Georgia Project, Fair Count. We, we've done a lot of fun stuff. And I really thank you all so much. That's so nice to say. Yeah, yeah. No, really love appreciate it. it. And I have talked about Fringe on here before. So I'll say Mark also did some Fringe stuff with us this year. So it was a good get for me. That's true. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> it was a real get. <laughs> well, it's such, a, it's such a fun festival every year. And the Atlanta Fringe, I feel like, is, is just really great. One for the way y'all showcase um, Atlanta talent, but just every year y'all do such a great job of bringing outside talent from all over, you know, just some amazing shows throughout the year that otherwise I don't know how people in Atlanta, you know, we get exposed to it. Like the French yeah. festival, like a French festival, I feel like it's so important, you know, for, for like any art scene. And so the fact that y'all not just do like in-person shows, but also you do the, the, the audio fringe, even during yeah. the pandemic, you know, people were able to tune in virtually. It's just like, it's, it's really awesome. Awesome work. So. Thank you. That means a lot to me. Like it's that. All right. Well, thanks everyone for tuning in right. to hear us just Done. talk each other up. <laughs> Go check out uh, our other projects. <laughs> Available online. <laughs> uh, no, we do have a really good story today. Yeah. I'm very yeah. excited about this one. I'm glad that we have so many folks to talk about people um, not marrying anyone. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Staying single for life. So this travel agency in Japan called Circa Travel says on their website, or at least the Google translation of their website from Japanese to English, that they are, quote, a company that provides travel consulting, lectures, and advisors with the theme of a trip that makes women beautiful, both physically and mentally. Finally. <laughs> Finally. Um, and amongst their offerings in 2014, they started holding marriages for sologamy. And if you don't know what sologamy is, okay. break down this word a little bit. Obviously, gammy is from the Latin gamos, meaning marriage, right? Okay. So we have bigamy, monogamy, polygamy, polygamy. etc. You've heard of the... Of the Gummies. Mm. And then, uh, <laughs> we're from Athens. <laughs> Gummies, and we're from Athens. <laughs> uh, and then, of course, the first word solo from the Latin solus, meaning alone. So we're oh. talking about marriage alone. All alone. All by yourself. <laughs> Self marriage. So we're going to talk about that today. Uh, we haven't done the theme song yet, so I say we let that roll and dive in. Let's go. Hey there, friends, come listen well. Eli and Diana got some stories to tell. There's no matchmaking or romantic tips. It's just about ridiculous relationships. A lover might be any type of person at all. An abstract concept or a concrete wall. But if there's a story worth a second glance, we'll put it in a show, Ridiculous Romance. A production of iHeartRadio. Okay, so let's start with what is it? Right. Sologamy. <laughs> what is it? What's going on here? Brides.com says, quote, Sologamy, autogamy, or self-marriage is a symbolic ceremony where you commit to maintaining a meaningful, deep, and loving relationship with yourself. And it's not a legal ceremony. There's right. no, like, tax breaks or binding contracts or any any license to sign for mm -hmm. anything like that it won't change your marital status on your driver's license or anything like yes. that 
yet. Let's hope this episode changes that because yes. I love this concept. <laughs> right. I love learning about this, y'all. It's so interesting. Yo, I'd love a tax break. Yeah. <laughs> that would be nice. And who needs it more? Yeah. People who have two incomes or people who have one income? Right. Let's be Amen. honest. That's a good, right. yeah. Yeah. That's a good point. That's a good point. Yes. I'm going to claim my dog is a dependent. Absolutely. Right, right, right. Thank you. I feel very dependent on myself. <laughs> <laughs> I just like the idea of getting a tax break where the government's like, hey, if you make a commitment to love yourself, there's there's a financial incentive in it for right. you. Know what I'm like, you know, right. Doesn't that create a more productive, healthy right. society? We want citizens right. who are self-actualized. Yes. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. It remind, it's reminded me already of when we talked about uh objectum sexuality oh, people yeah. were marrying the berlin wall or the eiffel tower etc and yes. you know they they were very emphatic that they did not want legal representation right you know, they were like well, this is hmm. they're going to come after us if we're say we're trying to make this a legal thing we're not just symbolically uh-huh. married to this tower right i yeah. think they were afraid that people would be more upset if mm-hmm. they were trying for any kind of actual Right, uh, a change formalized the law. Yeah. recognition of it or something. So they're like, no, 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 no. I'm good. <laughs> Me and my playing card, happy together mm-hmm. <laughs> without any paperwork. Yeah. Oh, and there's no accidental bigamy if you end up getting married later. Right. <laughs> so, mm. <laughs> it's not like you marry yourself and then I could marry you and somebody's going to come after me. Right. And say, mm-mm. Well, it fact, depends. Be- what oh, state? Yeah. Is it Florida? Or are you doing bigamy <laughs> in Florida? Because in Florida... The rules That's are true. a little bit different. You know, it's, 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 it's up to the states. They're making a lot of weird shit happen in Florida right now, <laughs> oh so you God. might be right. <laughs> the Constitution says marriage is between one man. That's it. That's it. <laughs> <laughs> They're just so sick of women down there. They're like, take them out of the equation, 100%. I'm going hunting by myself. <laughs> I, got, I already got three iguanas. Wow. Get a baker's dozen for my honeymoon. <laughs> Just a bouquet of iguanas. Oh, that's so cute. Now, now I kind of want one. Oh, a bouquet of iguanas? That does yeah. sound like something you would like. Yeah. Uh, BBC actually says that nearly half of the women who participated in the circa travel sologamy ceremonies were already married mm, okay. to wow. someone else. I'm assuming. Right. And these women, I mean, (laughs) these women either never got a proper ceremony or they just weren't happy with the one that they did have. So they're like, this is a do over just for me. Mm -hmm. I guess the husband was like, I was good with the party that we had. (laughs) I don't want another one. Right. Right. (laughs) They play Earth, Wind, and Fire. I have my food. I'm good. Thank you. So I'm not putting on another suit. (laughs) I'm not buying another boutonniere or whatever. Let me know how it goes, honey. (laughs) Now, Brides.com says that just like traditional weddings, polygamous weddings can be all kinds of different things. You know, make your wedding what you want it to be. You can do the full-on, like we're talking about, beach party, open bar, bad DJ, your drunk uncle is there, the whole big wedding thing. Um, You just don't have a partner. It's just you standing up there uh, alone with your efficient to yourself. Looking amazing. Some people have done mirrors. Mirrors? Uh, Yeah, they actually marry a mirror, sort of. Oh. So they can look themselves in the eyes when they give their vows. Yeah. I like that. At the reception afterwards, they just take a big piece of cake and they shove it in their own mouth, <laughs> smear it all over their face. They have no, like stop. A, one of those body mirrors that they're just dancing with. Oh, yeah, yeah, like yeah. Waltzing. yeah. <laughs> but other times people just do weddings that are just like private little 
ceremonies in their own bedroom, you know, okay. with the mirror or something like that. And then uh, there's a BBC article that's called Why Growing Numbers Are Saying Yes to Themselves. Mm. And they quote a guy named Dan Morin, who's a jewelry designer in L.A. And he says he's getting constant calls from people now asking for sologamy rings. Mm. And then there's photographers and wedding planners and cake artists. All these people are getting a lot of similar requests. I'm having a different kind of wedding. It's just me. Just me. Interesting. Uh, What's the difference between a sologamy ring... And, and a regular right. writing ring, is it just like it just uh, your own name on it? Or right. it's, it's more of a mirror, shiny metal that you can glance <laughs> in, look in. Look in and see yourself? Because rings are fun. Lots of people have rings. Oh, sure. Yeah. Yes, it's maybe it's that you wear it on that on that left. That left. Uh, in the, no. That, right. Uh, or it's very much a traditional wedding band. Or something. Mm. I, I don't. I was going to ask the same thing because you can just buy yourself a ring anytime from anywhere. Right. <laughs> right. Mm-hmm. Well, y'all, I can't speak to the jewelry aspect of it, but a friend of mine does a lot of wedding cakes, and more recently, they've been doing more of the salami cakes. And I invited oh, yeah. them mm-hmm. here to talk That's with us perfect. today. Oh, excellent! They've been waiting out front. Is it okay if I if I yeah bring them yes, please? I would love that. Okay, yeah, they're coming in. They're coming in now. Yeah. Yeah. Nice. Nice. Hey, hey, everybody! What's what's going on? Oh, so glad to be here. <laughs> yeah, it's it's me, Pastor Cakes. Pastor Cakes. PC. You know what? I I woke up one morning. God said, "You got to make them cakes." And ever since then, I knew that that was my ministry. And wow. I've been making the best wedding cakes left and right. And one day, one day, I had a little bit of burnout. Quite honestly, okay. sure. You know, because I was doing all these weddings between two people and they mm. all wanted the same thing in their wedding cake which was a bunch of tears and two people dressed formally on the cake and as you can imagine someone like me of my talents that can be draining over time sure, you know what I'm saying sure. like, I'm yeah. an artist you know what I'm saying like <laughs> I need I'm freedom. yeah you know what I'm right. saying? Like, mm-hmm. I'm from a very small town. I was the first person to wear my hat backwards. Now, did a lot of oh, other wow. people do this? You know, a lot of other people were doing this in other parts of the country. But to be the first person to flip your bill to the back, you know what I'm saying? In your community, not a lot of people. The point is, I do things that have not. <laughs> the point is, I do things that have not been done. Now, recently, mm-hmm. thank goodness, we have had an uptick in these solo weddings. And oh my gosh, it has opened up my eyes to what a wedding cake can truly be. You know oh, what I'm I saying? Love that. I've been doing some amazing things because the thing is, you're not necessarily, you're not necessarily tethered to another person. It's a celebration of who that individual is. So yeah. instead of just having like a tiered cake with two people in suits or in dresses or whatever mm-hmm. they're dressed like mm-hmm. on mm-hmm. the top, instead, once I had someone named Barbara climbing a mountain, you know what I'm saying? And it was oh, wow. Summiting the top of a rock. Yeah. Another nice. person, Jerry, they really liked basketball. So I had them just dunking a basketball at the no. top. It was a Incredible. cake in the shape of a basketball, and they were dunking a basketball. Oh, on top of, of the basketball? Incredible. Incredible. Yeah. So oh, it's amazing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. What, what is it, Bill? I'm a pastor. Well, Bill. Pa- yeah. Oh, thank you so much, Pastor Cakes. Uh, you know what? Yeah, I follow you on on the on the Twitter and the gram, and uh, uh, I was super excited to see you come in because I I want to get one of your special cakes, and I I wanted to throw at you because I I'm into 
bicycling and pickleball and i wondered if there's something that you can do mm. to make it extra special mm, yeah. Bill, I've, been fo- I've, I've been following your ig and i know you like okay, biking. Okay. i knew you were gonna say that oh my god i know i know you're into pickleball <laughs> oh, i know you boy. recently bought some equipment for the pickleball so this is what i would do okay imagine imagine just an actual bike all right oh so my god okay actual bike all right okay, okay and then i would have a huge like 20 foot long sheet cake now, what do you do after you bike? You sweat. So what I would do is I would <laughs> melt down some sugar and I would just like spray the bike with melted sugar. Uh, so people could walk up. It'd be an experience. So you take a lick of the bike. You'd have to do it like in a very sanitary way. But people uh-huh. could take a lick of the bike and then grab a thing of sheet cake. But when you cut into the sheet cake, what is it? What is it? It's gelatin, green gelatin to connote a pickle. Oh, you know, I myself. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. So it's like it's like a jello inside of the sheet cake. You know what I'm saying? And the idea is that it's flat. What do I mean by that? Life has a bunch of ups <laughs> and downs. But as right. long as you feel stay tethered to you mm. are, you will be able to weather the storm much mm. like you can weather a bike ride so long as there is even pavement. You got to be the even pavement for yourself, no matter what comes along. I myself, true story, don't bike very much at all. But I do know that sometimes there can be rain or uh-huh. heat when you are yes. outside. Yeah, right, right, absolutely. Inclement weather. Oncoming mm-hmm. traffic. These are mm-hmm. things that we cannot control. But Bill, you can always show up for yourself. And so henceforth, that would be the seven thousand dollar cake that I would make. I sold. Yeah. Worth every cake. penny. Yeah, I'll take yes. one. Yeah. Oh my but, you god. Know, I'll get started on that cake right now. It's gonna take me a good two to three uh, minutes to make that. So I should probably, <laughs> okay. I should probably go right now. You Pastor know, cakes, Pastor cakes. my life. Oh man, that's what I do. Pastor cakes. You know. <laughs> Thanks yeah. so oh, much so for coming out. Stopped yeah. in for this. Wow, that, that was that was wild. Really He's gone helpful. now, but that was that was something. Wow. 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 Yeah. What a, what an amazing. He I know. he gives you so much more than a cake. I know. There were some real lessons in there. A story and a lesson. And really grasped the point of sylogamy, which was showing up for yourself. Yes. I I liked that. Pastor Cakes gets it. Also, the The, sweat glaze. The The sweat glaze. (laughs) Delicious. Really, really. I'm I'm never going to stop thinking about that. (laughs) (laughs) That's what it is. (laughs) It's an artist. I mean, that that hat backwards is what started it all. Mind blown. You know, if you see him walk through the streets like that, you're like, what am I see in right. God. He is shading his neck. Right. Incredible. Right. <laughs> I heard the hat is cake. <gasps> what? Oh, yeah. Is it gosh. cake? It is. Yeah. Oh, yeah. It is cake. The whole hat. Maybe Pastor there's, Cakes was cake. Do I was going to say, sure? there's, that, there's that internet conspiracy going around that Pastor yeah. Cakes himself is a cake. Oh. Has oh, anyone yeah. tried to cut into his arm to make sure? I, I, next time, I, I, I'm there. I guess that I'm would be there. pretty I'm violent. I'm just going to chase him down with a knife next time we see him. a violent way to greet Pastor Cake. <laughs> oh, it's like a, it's like a, it's a great, you could graze him. You could just do Yeah, kind of, just uh, hit him uh, with a needle. You know, like yeah. a quick prick yeah. and then be like, okay, yeah. blood came out. So it's wow. a regular guy. Diana has yeah. to see blood I or she, she blood won't believe it. Know. Blood or red velvet dressing. What is oh, see? Now how do you know? Yeah. Now how do you know? Exactly. It could be that red icing that sort of looks like blood. It's very thin. The man is good. The man is good. <laughs> okay, well, listen, this can be interpreted differently than just a traditional wedding for one. Though. Right, you don't right. have to have the whole, like, arbor, you know, under a tree thing. Because for some, it's more of like a spiritual experience. Sure. It's looking inward. Um, there's this place called Sense, a rosewood spa, that's on a private island in Mexico. And they have a package called a Marry Oneself Journey. Mm -hmm. which is like a four-day retreat. It offers, quote, 
total introspection combining the four elements that we are, water, wind, earth, and fire, according to their manager, Monica Manzano. And she left out the most important element, of course, which is heart. Heart. Everyone mm, who watched yeah. Captain Planet knows yeah, yeah. that yeah. is the essential element <laughs> to a marriage to yourself and also yeah, or, caring or about the, the environment. Fifth, <laughs> the fifth element, the movie The Fifth Element. The fifth right. element is love. Yeah. Which was also kind of heart, I guess, yeah. right? Because yeah. you fall in love. Yeah, so. which, mm-hmm. I didn't make this till now, but who ripped off who? Did the who fifth element oh. rip off <laughs> Captain Planet? This, this, <laughs> like, there's a lawsuit you in there. You need a hard-hitting <laughs> investigative report into this. That's a deep Because I like both of those there's properties. Time, yeah. <laughs> so which one am I mad at? Mm-hmm. Yeah, BBC says more and more people are marrying themselves in symbolic ceremonies every year, though it's usually, quote, urban, affluent, educated women. And again, a sizable chunk of them are already married to somebody else. And they just want to, like, commit to themselves right? the way Pastor Cakes wants us all to. Yeah. And in the year 2000, a performance artist named Gabrielle Penabaz threw a wedding for herself, complete with flowers, wedding dress, quartz ring, and even something borrowed and something blue. But she did not specify what was borrowed and what, what was, was borrowed blue. borrowed blue at a sologamous wedding? At a sologamous wedding. So what did she borrow? Maybe, like, uh, maybe there was, I, I don't know if they had. A tiara, but if there was like a tiara that went with the wedding True. dress, maybe that was. Borrowed. Oh yes, yeah, sure, sure. Makes some, sense. Uh, yeah. Maybe she wanted to make it into barred or underwear. You know. Oh. Has anyone ever <laughs> borrowed their, their wedding underwear? I don't. I don't know. <laughs> I mean, I don't know that how. Feels like what kind of neck you want to have? <laughs> yeah. It's a special That's... kind of intimacy. Yeah. Hey, yeah. you borrow <laughs> from each other. Uh-huh. <laughs> next, uh-huh. next couple weird. that gets married, I want you to borrow each other's underwear. <laughs> Contact me. Things that's about sharing, being so close, yeah. you know. Yeah. <laughs> and something blue. something blue. Something blue. This sounds like a, a riddle from uh, you know <laughs> something blue. Uh, a sapphire, maybe a sapphire. Yeah, yeah, sure. An that important sapphire sure. gem, um, because diamonds aren't forever, y'all. Uh, no. Sapphires live on. <laughs> yes. I like that. That's what they All always right. say. I'm going with that. Yeah. Sapphires live on. Well, then, then Gabriel, I guess she felt like she really did this very well because then she started offering ceremonies for other people. Oh. And as of the 2017 BBC article, she had officiated at over 1,500 self-marriage ceremonies. Okay. That's a lot oh, more yeah. than I expected. Yeah. Maybe that's... she borrowed a marketing plan. Maybe that's Ooh. what you know. <laughs> yeah, that I like a that. a lot of 1500 <laughs> uh-huh. This mm. became a real business opportunity for her. That's right? kind of, we start seeing mm. that the more we look into this. It's like, it, you know, there's the self-love trend right. and then there's a whole industry that kind of grows out of it and some very expensive spa packages mm. and right? I wonder people if the... starting their own thing. I mean, the wedding industry is such a oh, yeah. pile of money to burn. Right. I wonder if they were like, man, we're making so much money off people getting married, getting divorced, getting married again, renewal ceremonies. Uh-huh. We've got, we really figured this out. But what about single people that are just out here not giving us any money? Yeah. How can we get money right. from them? We're leaving all this on the table. So much money on the table. A whole demographic out there that's not paying us. Mm, not mm-hmm. cool. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I want every demographic to pay me. <laughs> Absolutely, yeah. She said, quote, the ceremonies are usually very cathartic and all about self-love. Most of the women write and say their own vows. 
And they often include things like saying, I forgive myself or I will no longer call myself ugly, Mm. which is a very good rule of thumb to carry with you (laughs) for your life. You should not call yourself ugly. Brides.com says it's not about saying no to having a relationship or committing to celibacy or anything like that. Quote, rather, it is about accepting our light and dark sides and prioritizing self-care in order to have better relationships moving forward with ourselves and others. Yeah. So, I mean, that makes sense, I guess. Yeah. If you're not Mm -hmm. like, I don't know, if you don't really know yourself, how do you know what you're looking for in another person? Right, right. Causes a lot of strife. So much sense. Uh, I mean, reading about this stuff, I was like, what a healthy thing. Now, the the people doing it when they're in a marriage is interesting to me mm-hmm. uh, yeah. because then they haven't, you know, to your point, Diane, they haven't necessarily found themselves yet. And, and that can cause some relationship issues. But like, yeah, anyone prioritizing self-care, mm-hmm. saying you're going to no longer call yourself ugly. Um, yeah. Getting a pastor cakes, custom cakes, sign yeah. me up. Yeah, I know. Yeah. Is, yeah. There's nothing wrong with this. <laughs> so far, so good. Yeah, it just seems really positive all around. And when when we were first talking about, you, you know, y'all had brought up this amazing topic. I really didn't know what to expect. But the more that I learn about it, the more it just seems really feel good. You know, mm-hmm. maybe, you know, the big wedding industry is sure. some, some here, somewhere back here promoting these articles but still i love uh i love these concepts uh and yeah folks take care of yourself don't call yourself ugly yeah i mean like yeah Yeah. getting up in front of a group of people saying like i will no longer call myself ugly that's a pretty powerful thing to do if that's something that you've struggled with i mean that'd be a pretty like bold vulnerable move for sure right i mean even to look in a mirror and say it to yourself like look in your eyes and say something like that i feel like could easily make you cry (laughs) like yeah and commit to your own happiness and yeah and, and, and self-esteem in that way creating a whole life event out of that how could you not be reminded of that constantly and just sort of carry that forward with you mm-hmm. you know because mm-hmm. you know you could say i still say little nice things to myself like oh you're not so stupid all the time or whatever <laughs> and then you find yourself next week going ah, i'm so stupid what, right? what was i thinking but really making a big deal out of it sort of like bringing everyone in like you said mark and just publicly saying i i'm i'm saying good things about myself Mm -hmm. uh in that kind of ceremony that's gonna last yeah engaging all your senses in that way Uh because you're in in a certain outfit and you're in a certain environment and people are looking at you and taking pictures and i mean like when you do that it does definitely affect your memory in such a different way so I don't know. So far, so good. I feel like I'm going right. to go marry myself. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. And I and I realize these aren't you know legally binding or anything like that. But anytime like you start something or like uh you know Bill and I we've talked about the artist way a lot. Before you start the artist mm-hmm. way, you know you sign a contract before you start. That's right. Doing it and there's something about like a proclamation or you do it as a group. So there's something about like a proclamation to yourself or mm-hmm. to yeah. people saying like I'm going to commit to doing this. Yeah. It, yep. I think it just like it increases the chances of you actually following through with it. Right. I I can see how if someone wants to like, you know, be like, all right, from here on, from here on out, you know what I'm saying? Like I'm committing myself, uh, committing to myself. I can Mm -hmm. see how a public proclamation could definitely help that, you know? Yeah. Yeah. Like you said, just even just to write it down, it would just be Mm -hmm. more real. And you'd be like, I have to 
(laughs) I have to. I told Mm -hmm. myself, I Mm -hmm. promised, I got to follow through. I should invite 50 of my closest friends Mm -hmm. out to a vineyard or something. Yeah. Gather everyone around, get a nice suit, Mm -hmm. get a nice bouquet of iguanas or whatever. (laughs) Walk down the aisle, turn to everyone and say, all right, guys, I'm going to finish my screenplay. (gasps) (laughs) There it is. You know? Everyone will be like, don't believe it. Not buying it. No, this Not is it. Start it. throwing the cake. <laughs> Let's go to the bar. I'm only here for the iguanas. <laughs> <laughs> well, I know who won't be giving my best man speech, oh, Diana. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I eliminate myself. <laughs> All right. Well, we better take a quick commercial break. We're going to come back and talk about a few specific stories of people who married themselves uh, right after this. From BBC Radio 4, Britain's biggest paranormal podcast is going on a road trip. I thought in that moment, oh my God, we've summoned something from this board. This is Uncanny USA. He says, somebody's in the house, and I screamed. Listen to Uncanny USA wherever you get your BBC podcasts. If you dare. Hey, everybody. Welcome to Across Generations, where the voices of Black women unite in powerful conversations. I'm your host, Tiffany Cross. Tiffany Cross. I want you all to join me and be a part of sisterhood, friendship, wisdom, and laughter. In every episode, we gather a seasoned elder. But even with a child, there's no such thing as the wrong thing if you love them. Myself, as the middle generation... I don't feel like I have to get married at this big age in life, but it is a desire I have and something that I've navigated in dating and a vibrant young soul for engaging intergenerational conversations. I'm very jealous of your generation (laughs) that didn't have to deal with Instagram and Tinder. This is Across Generations, where Black women's voices unite, and together, you know how we do, we create magic. magic. Listen to Across Generations podcast on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. We started talking about this incident. Drugs and uh, officials cover up. (laughs) You couldn't believe it. From iHeart Podcasts. It's like the police knew who he was before they got here. A story about money, power, and corruption. The medical school dean at USC was leading a secret double life. He's breathing. Yes, he's absolutely breathing. I'm a doctor, actually. There's no way that that guy's a doctor. I'm Paul Pringle, and I'm an investigative reporter for the LA Times. This is the story of an investigation that starts in a hotel room in Pasadena, California, and reaches all the way to the top of two of the most powerful institutions in the city of Los Angeles. When people fall in line, they fall in line. Looking back, I realized, oh, everyone knew. This is Fallen Angels, the story of California corruption. We're always going to have predators. It's the good people who stand by and do nothing that allow them to flourish. Listen to Fallen Angels. A story of California corruption on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcast, or wherever you get your podcasts. There's a lot happening these days, but I have just the thing to get you up to speed on what matters without taking too much of your time. 
The Seven from the Washington Post is a podcast that gives you the seven most important and interesting stories, and we always try to save room for something fun. You get it all in about seven minutes or less. I'm Hannah Jewell. I'll get you caught up with The Seven every weekday. So follow The Seven right now. Hey, my name's Jay Shetty, and I'm the host of On Purpose. I just had a great conversation with Michael B. Jordan, and you can listen to it right now. Michael is known for his performances in both film and television. His breakout role was in Fruitvale Station, playing Oscar Grant, which earned him widespread praise and numerous award nominations. His portrayal of Killmonger in Marvel's Black Panther, one of my favorites, further solidified his status as one of Hollywood's leading actors, earning him widespread acclaim for his complex and compelling performance. In our conversation, Michael really opens up. You're going to love listening to it. And I can't wait for you to check it out. The closest to getting what you want is always the hardest. It's always the feeling when you're getting ready to, you know, people give up right before they get what they've always wanted to get. People quit. Listen to On Purpose with Jay Shetty on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcast, or wherever you get your podcasts. All right. Welcome back to Ridiculous Romance. Uh, hey, everybody. Welcome back. We've got Ridiculous News. Mark Kendall and Bill Worley yeah. here with us today. Super excited to have them. And we're talking sologamy, uh. marrying yourself. So we've got a few specific examples here. Mm-hmm. Uh, one of the first recorded instances of sologamy. And when I read this, I was thinking like, oh, probably like the 700s or something. <laughs> but it, was not, it was 1993. Oh. So. Wow. Okay. Uh, I bet Cleopatra would have did it. Yeah. <laughs> if it had been a thing. Uh, well, we have a woman named Linda Baker. She's from Santa Monica, California. And she was turning 40 and she'd never married anyone. And she decided that she just wanted to have that wedding ceremony. So she invited her family. She had 75 of her friends seven bridesmaids, the whole deal. An actor friend of hers was her officiant. Mm -hmm. And he said during the ceremony, quote, all that was missing was a beer swilling couch potato who might forget your birthday and cheat on you and make you miserable. Damn, real (laughs) indictment of grooms. I know, it's kind of a negative (laughs) attitude. (laughs) Pretty hard. but fair. Yeah, you know, you know. know. (laughs) That's usually year three, what it is. (laughs) I wonder, did the bridesmaids, because I know bridesmaids dresses are always so, you know, people don't feel great about them. So I wonder if they were able to just kind of wear their own thing or if it was like no oh, right you're She's wearing like, this very basic oh, no. <laughs> <laughs> all seven of y'all need to look the worst you ever looked in your life oh yeah and it was 1993 <laughs> early 90s at that so Ooh, early 90s dresses Ooh, the hair was teased i'm sure teased. i'm sure of it now it turns out that a big reason for this wedding you know was just to celebrate her 40th birthday yeah like, sure. you know it's a big year I ain't got no man. Let's do this. And she says she wanted it to be, quote, an occasion of joy, not regret. Okay. Uh, The other reason that she wanted to do this was cake. Linda Baker is a cake freak. And she said she didn't want to have to find someone, date them, fall in love with them, and do a whole rigmarole just to get a piece of cake. (laughs) Which I'm like, I mean, birthdays famously do include cake already. (laughs) I don't know if you need it. 
that part. But just <laughs> say something about her level of restraint that she thought this was the way. <laughs> no one had told her. She goes to the store. It says wedding cakes. Well, I obviously they have to legally check that you're getting. There's there's only a certain number a year you're allowed in right. Florida. Clearly, I have to bring in my list of vendors. Uh-huh. <laughs> right, right, right. Uh, you think in Cali, actually, they'd be more open-minded, but no, Linda. Right. I mean, I don't, I don't want to burst your bubble, but you could have got a cake before then. But I'm still glad. Get a Linda cake anytime. You. When you're yeah. 40, you could just go buy them. Yeah, <laughs> have them for no reason. Yeah. <laughs> just have a cake, yeah. no reason at all. Just it's felt like it. <laughs> Sorry to interrupt. It's me. Yeah. I, I said I was going to leave, but I just kind of walked outside and just hung in the hallway just to listen. Mm-hmm. And I heard y'all talking about my 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 friend, Linda Baker. This is actually mm-hmm. one of my earliest gigs that I had oh, wow. back in 1993. 1993, oh, a very interesting time. You know, mm-hmm. Outcast was still a year away from their first release. And that's the main touchdown I think about when I think about that year. <laughs> anyway, Linda had come to me and they said, pass the cakes. I need a cake for my 40th birthday wedding ceremony. And I'm like, oh, that's that's very, that's politically charged. Because if you go into <laughs> a cake shop at that point in time, I asked you all we're discussing, you know what I'm saying? Wedding, are you getting married or not? Because these are specifically for weddings. For and weddings. honestly, mm-hmm. she said it was a little bit of everything. So what mm-hmm. I did was, what I did was had never been done before. I took a standard birthday cake and a standard wedding cake. And I quite literally combined the two together. Mm. And then I made 40 of them. I made 40 Whoa. of them because wow. it, it was our 40th birthday. And right. interestingly enough, there are around 40 people at this ceremony and each one had a cake to themselves. And why did I make 40? Why did I combine them? Well, this is the thing. You know what I'm saying? She was, <laughs> she was battling a lot of societal pressures, mm. primarily getting a wedding cake for a birthday slash marrying herself in this instance. And it was Mm -hmm. important to me that I said, Linda, you need to look at those naysayers and you need to choose yourself, not just once, not just twice, but 40 ding dang times. (laughs) And the thing is, every single year that it is Linda's birthday, I come back and I make her the number of birthdays for the number of years that she is alive. So <gasps> wow. you wow. Yes, exactly right. So most recently, you know, saying like she had her 79th birthday. Uh, as far as I know, I hope she's okay. Anyway, I, <laughs> I made 79 <laughs> cakes for her in honor of her 79th year wow. of being on this. Wow. On the hey, yeah. can I, Pastor Cakes, can I just, can you bring it in for a quick hug? Because I just, you've meant oh, so much absolutely. to me and what you're doing. So I'm, I'm going to bring it in and I'm just going to stab him in the back real quick. Whoa, Let's see what's oh, coming up. Let's see what's oh, in. Is it blood? Oh, is it's it whipped cream. It's oh, whipped cream. Oh, he's a cake. He's oh, a cake. Oh, oh, no. cake's his cake. I'm a, I'm a cake, but we, we do bleed, Bill. <laughs> I am a mortal cake. Yes, it is whipped cream. Yes, it's so cake. delicious. Bill's eating his body. Oh, I can't watch. Oh, I can't watch. Bill, I'm, I'm going to just use I, this I'm straw. I'm going. Oh, no. <laughs> Bill, I'm going to the big, beautiful cake heaven in the sky. But I also wanted to present to you your pickle bite cake that I made oh, for you. You it made feels it odd. I, made I, it. I said it would take two to three minutes. So, so like, <laughs> I'm going now. I never thought Thank I'd be so stabbed much. in the back 
buy a client. This is a lot for me, but I understand. I should have just, I should have just said from the beginning, hey, I'm cake, but I'm also like a mortal, a mortal being. But you know, sorry, I don't regret Pastor a single, cake. I don't regret a single second of it. Neither do I. Oh. No. Farewell. <laughs> Farewell, Pastor Cake. R.I.P. Pastor Cake. Now we need Cakes. a funeral cake. Oh man. <laughs> <laughs> Who's gonna make the funeral of course, cake? <laughs> the classic funeral cake. Of course, obviously, everybody has cake at their Oh wow! I think that's that's a normal thing. <laughs> I think that's our first on-air death on the show. No, I mean, oh, what a red-letter day! Cakes. I wonder if Pastor Cakes created himself. Oh, did he bake? Oh, he was, yeah. If he's which cake? Yeah. Well, no wonder yeah. he understands what it means to invest in yourself. Oh, If man. he had to go. bake himself oh and gosh. choose yeah. his shape and form, that's pretty amazing. That's true. That's pretty wow. amazing. That's I think we, I'm so glad Pastor Cakes came through. He taught us yeah. a lesson. He has even, so much to show us. Even at the end. Plus, now we have all this delicious cake yeah, here. so delicious. Yeah, right. he's very good. Best whipped cream I've ever had. Man's a legend. <laughs> yeah. I do love whipped cream. Let's not fuck around. <laughs> Y'all, real quick tangent, but uh, Bill yeah. and I were talking about this on a podcast recently. In New York State now, you got to be 21 and up to buy a whipped cream can. Uh, because I heard right. you see that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. yeah. So, That's anyway. so, is it because of the um, drug doing mm-hmm. that you right. can do? Right. Isn't that right? Mm-hmm. Yeah, because yeah. the whippets. The whippets. The whippets. Yep. Yeah, that's right. Mm-hmm. Man, mm-hmm. I have to say, no, no, not to be judgmental, but I think only the craziest people do whippets. <laughs> I've <laughs> never is. seen a normal looking person who does whippets. <laughs> or like someone who really had their shit together. You know what I mean? They're like, let's hang out and do whippets. <laughs> never happens. <laughs> I'm going to go ahead and invest in my uh, 401k and I'm going to hit this whip. Although maybe those are the people that do it. <laughs> it's true. That's true. No, no, it's the, who, loud. who tells you they do whippets is the real question. That's true. Right. That's, yeah. Maybe that's what it is. Uh-huh. Right, right. Like only the trashiest people have ever informed me that they do it. <laughs> we had in uh, in health class in high school, they would, every once in a while there was this nurse who would come in and talk to the class and she was like the cool one who was like, I know you're going to do drugs. I know you're going to have sex. So let me tell you how to do it safe. And the kids are like, cool. Yeah. Awesome. Oh, she was great. My future looks bright. And she said, <laughs> she said, you know, pick your poisons mm-hmm. and whatever you do, do not do whippets. She was wow. like, that is the worst thing you can do. It will just immediately destroy your brain. Mm-hmm. She said, don't inhale anything. Okay. If it's like, you know, spray paint in a sock or whippets, all that stuff is the worst thing you can do. Hmm. And you know what? I, I never did. That, I, I never like that. have done it. <laughs> that advice would stick. If they're just like, hey, these are the things you mm-hmm. don't do this. I'm like that. That does stick. Yeah. Yeah. Do but, anything but this one thing. Uh-huh. Yeah. I think I'd be like, oh, OK. I guess that mm-hmm. one's real bad. Unless you're but again, at the if they just. That's the, right, right, the, right. Just right. a caveat. It's okay to accept it at the dentist. Let's be very clear. Said, Give me as much as you can like, at the dentist. He has like a real hang up. <laughs> right. I'm on the dentist now. Get that away from me. Get that away from me. The nurse said not to. A piece on India's World is One news was posted in June of this year. 
about a woman named Shama Bindu. She's 24 years old, and she claims to be the first Indian woman to enter into a sologamous marriage. Mm. And Shama told reporters, quote, I don't require a Prince Charming because I am my own queen. I want the wedding day, but not the next day. There you go. I Mm. love that. This sounds like a a Lizzo song. (laughs) 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 And I would bump it. (laughs) I'm waiting for this. (laughs) She says her parents are fine with it. Okay. That's cool. And she had, according to the reporter, Palka Sharma, uh, quote, a big fat Indian wedding with a priest, rituals, and everything minus the groom. That is a real commitment. Now, an Indian wedding. Indian weddings are very serious business. They are. They're multiple days. They're, yeah. yeah. And, like, everyone in in the, you know, wherever you live, like, everyone's invited. (laughs) And she did the henna. Uh, the henna on her hands and face, I think, and everything. Yeah. I mean, she did it all. All the outfit changes, wow. everything. Your cousin, Diana, married That's right. into an Indian family, and they had their wedding in India. And I remember him telling us, like, oh, it was pretty small. Yeah, we didn't go crazy. And what anything. was it like? It was like 750 people. <laughs> yeah. And he, he was like, oh, well, <laughs> I was like, 700, what? And he was like, well, a lot of them are like one to 2,000. So we really, I was like, yeah. get the wow. fuck out of here. Wow. <laughs> that is crazy. Wow. Well, this makes Shama even more of a badass, you know, this whole because right? I am my own queen. And I love that. Uh-huh. I mean, I hope Lizzo sends a, a nice <laughs> message out. Do y'all follow Lizzo yeah. on IG, by the way? Because now that you said that, Diana, a lot of this like philosophy of Slagami reminds mm-hmm. me of just kind of Lizzo philosophy and, and loving True. yourself. And yeah. Uh, she, yeah. if y'all don't, if anyone listening doesn't follow her, do because it's just such a great that every post she has makes my day um, oh, that's, that's great. nice yeah. it's nice to have somebody on your feed who just wants to make you happy uh-huh. and not miserable <laughs> right <and> right <laughs> and we love to shout out our friends on instagram on this show right, including so lizzo, lizzo yeah. you know there's that's that's the ridiculous bump for you lizzo yeah, yeah. lizzo really needs yeah. our help <laughs> to reach an audience <laughs> look up with the little artist uh we have the same reporter that was talking about shama's wedding they she quoted in her piece an anonymous sologamist who wrote in and said quote in our culture, everyone blindly applauds you when you announce you're in a relationship, but you don't get nearly the same reaction when you decide to focus on your relationship with yourself. In fact, everyone treats you with unspoken sympathy when you're single. Like, don't worry, love, the right man is just around the corner. So I decided it was time to rejoice in my wholeness. And what better way to celebrate self-love than with a wedding? Just, yeah, yeah. just kind of more what we're talking about. Absolutely. It's like, uh, some some damn recognition okay. for, for for caring about myself. You know? Seriously, I kind of this is cool too because I I saw one time um, somebody was like a lot of people like to say marriage is fifty fifty, mm-hmm. and they were like it's not marriage is a hundred one hundred like mm-hmm. each of you have to put your whole selves into it not half of yourself into okay. a marriage. Yeah, and I thought that was really interesting because it kind of. It's true, right? I mean, you don't just bring half of yourself to a marriage. You And the other person, there's not half a person there. You have to accept the whole person. So I just thought it was an interesting way to think about it. And I guess she's kind of like, I'm bringing 100% okay. to this. I'm I'm whole. And I don't need anyone else to be a part of this relationship, I guess. I got to say, so far, and we're five years in now, Diana, 
Uh, I've only brought about half. I've only only put about half of myself in. Wow, I have so much to look forward to. Yeah, I thought I'd save something for later, you know? (laughs) Yeah, you want to keep it it fresh? I will be honest, though, you got the good half up front. Oh, damn. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah, It's all downhill from here. (laughs) The back half. This is what people who marry themselves are trying to avoid. It's the back half. (laughs) (laughs) The most authentic. Oh, damn. (laughs) Okay. <laughs> oh damn this is the best, this is the best. I like, oh, I, that glad. was a good half <laughs> I like that you didn't come out guns blazing Eli and that yeah yeah I, I'm right. excited for the next five years that another 50% just yeah. 50%, I want to hear all about this, this follow up. <laughs> that's right you're gonna have to reach out to Bill and be like this is the 10% I brought today yeah. brand new yeah <laughs> So, yeah, for her, at least, it was more about breaking the stereotypical image of a single person, whether the sad sack with a thousand cats right. eating a frozen meal every night or whatever. Not that there's anything wrong with that. Hey, uh, they say they're happily single at an age where people might expect them to be married to someone else already and assume they're unhappy if they're not. Right. And she's like, I feel great. Uh, there was some great this, you know, this news report was on YouTube. So, of course, the comments. You know, where you out of gotta, this world. gotta go straight to the comments. Because, of course, there's a bunch of people that, you know, are very aggressively against this idea of sologamy. A lot of people totally misread it and they're like, how dare someone legally try to marry themselves mm-hmm. when, in fact, they specifically right. say this is not a legal thing. Right. People um, are so good at listening and yeah, yeah, That's something yeah, I've really, learned a lot from really using the internet. Mm-hmm. Uh-huh. <laughs> the comments section is where it all shines. Right. Get the mm-hmm. best of humanity in there. But some mm-hmm. some people were supportive. One one commenter said she takes learn to love yourself to a whole new level. Happy single married life. Nice. Now this person did not get it. They said, "How can you marry yourself? You don't need to marry. You can love yourself." Okay, so like it, the suggestion being, you right. can practice self love without, without co-opting the idea of a marriage. But I can also do this. Yeah. So exactly. I did this. Don't checkmate. <laughs> don't, don't yuck I on made the choices. Yum. Right, yeah. exactly. <laughs> uh, how the, the the other next comment was the ultimate act of self love. Me and my hand disagree. Oh. Very oh. YouTube comments. If anything, I'm surprised <laughs> yeah. that it got it took three to get to that YouTube. Comment. <laughs> <laughs> Should have been the very first. <laughs> Probably was the most the upvoted first. on right, YouTube. Right. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, this next one was pretty positive. As long as she's not hurting anyone, uh, she can do as she please, her own business. Uh, you know, fairly positive. I right. agree. Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. That's I agree as plain with that. as it gets, yeah. right? Just oh, let my, people do their things. Yeah. Wait, I don't care. Am I a part of that wedding? Do I have to bring you a gift? No. Then I don't care. Even if I did have to bring a gift, I probably would not care. Right. I would okay. be like, this gift is an exchange for the food and cake. Yeah, <laughs> exactly. Exactly. This delicious cake. For attending. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I mean, delicious pickle bike cake. There's so many perfectly socially acceptable things that millions of people do every day that I think is weird as hell. Yes. So if, you know. If you if you disagree with what someone's doing, just let them do it. Come on. Mind your own business. Mm-hmm. <laughs> mm-hmm. Well, here's someone who decided not to mind their own business. They said, purely attention-seeking behavior. Oh. There are many boys and girls who want to remain single, but they don't announce it publicly. Mm. <laughs> that Keep was... that shit to yourself. I know. First of all, boys and girls. How old do you, I know this <laughs> do you think people are when they get married? Seven-year-old Jennifer Thompson. <laughs> 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 many middle school people want to stay single. 
<laughs> they keep it to themselves. <laughs> and like the way that it's written is very <laughs> just so purely attention-seeking behavior. Hmm. <laughs> oh, I'm writing a report right now. No, no. Um, I like this one. One benefit of sologamy over being single, I think, can be answering all those relatives who pester you for no reason. Aunt, I am already married. Oh, True. yeah. There you go. That's a good point. Solid yeah. piece of commentary Works. there. Yeah. I, I, did y'all have that a lot prior to, uh, or, or even when you were, when you were, I don't know, how long were y'all together before you got married? Uh, eight eight years? years. Yeah. So yeah. I'm sure that came up once or twice. Oh, God. oh yeah. All yeah. A few times. Yeah. When we're childless. So you always also get, well, when are y'all we having kids? Sometimes they did not even care if you were married yet or not. They were just like, <laughs> so when's the baby coming? Right. <laughs> and you're like, oh, I don't know. <laughs> Yeah, this next one is a, a comment that said, "Madness has no end." I, I don't know. Wow. I don't know if they're referencing <laughs> the YouTube clip, you know, because I don't it's think that's like... an act of madness. Uh, <laughs> mad, I mean, like, madness is a. I think it's like a state of mind or an emotion. So I don't know if it has right. an end or a beginning. <laughs> much like you know, theoretically, doesn't have to have Very an true. end, you know. Not yeah. meant to have an end. This yeah. person was just having their own experience. <laughs> They're just and like, needed to let people know somewhere. Mm-hmm. Makes no sense. Yeah, mm-hmm. it's madness. <laughs> it's like kind of, yeah, it's just a little disconnected. It's like being like, you know, Tuesday is the day of the week. It's just like I suppose. Yeah, I'm picturing yeah, like you know. Colonel Kurtz was on oh, YouTube right. at some point and just ended up on this video <laughs> and just had to. Madness has no end. <laughs> right, right. The horrors. <laughs> what is it? What did I fight for? <laughs> <laughs> he didn't even watch the video. I didn't, no, of course not. He, he leaves that comment that. everywhere. Yeah. I love, uh, from now on, I will now uh, attribute all of crazy comments to Colonel Kurtz. It does make him easier to read. Yeah. <laughs> like, this guy has a very weird brain. <laughs> well, look, it's not exclusively women. I know we've been talking mostly oh, about women true. self-marrying, mm-hmm. but uh, there was a story from just in 2020 of a man who married himself in Brazil. I oh. uh, got the story on Lad Bible. They said that doctors... Uh, Giogo Habello and Vitor Bueno got engaged in 2019, but a Vitor said it was no bueno, and he called off the engagement just a few short months before the wedding, Damn. which anyone who's gotten married knows that's I too told. late. It's too late. <laughs> yeah, very We're true. doing this. So Giogo decided he was just going to do something anyway. He'd already had all these reservations. Mm-hmm. All, everybody was booked. Everyone was invited. So he had his wedding, which was at a very fancy resort in Itacare. And gorgeous, luxurious ceremony, tons of food, flowers, music. It was a pandemic wedding, so he had to scale back his number of guests. But 40 of his friends and family showed up. None of the uh, none of Vitter's family decided to come. That would actually be so ballsy if they did. I, part <laughs> like of me if is Vitter's like Vitter's mom showed up and was like, "Well, I thought I'd still give me a plate." <laughs> I would be like, "Get the fuck out of here!" Right? I can imagine one of the cousins being like, "Hey, man, I I thought you were cool. I showed up to the party. You know what I, mean? like, <laughs> I was ready for this wedding. I, I, I want to <laughs> still be friends, you know? So, right? <laughs> Honestly, I like you more than him. I know. I didn't want this decision. I thought was crazy. <laughs> you got madness. It. Has no end. <laughs> so, so Chiogo gets this really nice white suit. He walks down the aisle. He's got a big colorful bouquet. And he teared up, as he said, I do to himself in a mirror. He Love did the it. mirror thing. Mm-hmm. Um, he got a bracelet instead of a ring. Oh. And he had his grandmother tie it around his wrist 
at the end of the ceremony. Um, And then he said, quote, the message I wanted to send to people with this marriage of mine is not that of a victim. I do not depend on a marriage to be happy. I do want to marry someone else, but my happiness cannot depend on that. Absolutely agree. And then Victor burst out of the cake. Ah, he was like, it was all a prank. I just wanted you to say that. And then his, the cousin came out and was like, you have a PlayStation 5. I have a PlayStation 5. I just wanted us to be friends. Uh, yeah. But, but yeah, what a sweet... Uh, I mean, this is, all this stuff is just so um, kind and sweet. Right. And, and yeah, it's a, pretty wholesome. Like the, the image of a grandmother tying a, a bracelet around. Yeah. I know, right? So, and that I, the grandma was just like, okay, I guess we're doing this. That's cool. <laughs> yeah, <we're laughs> you know, like, no problem. <laughs> yeah. Was she the judgy grandma? Well, next time there right. better be two bracelets. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. <laughs> if I tie this shit to your wrist again. <laughs> but just like monogamous marriages, sologamous ones don't always last until death do you part. Mm. Um, which I guess would it part you? Because you would still go on to whatever. Well, that's a much deeper conversation. (laughs) (laughs) All right. I'll save it for another show. A 33-year-old Brazilian Playboy model, Christiana Galera, married herself in September of 2021. She said, quote, I was always afraid of being alone, but I realized that I needed to learn to feel good about myself. When that happened, I decided to celebrate it. She posted a picture of herself in a wedding dress on Instagram, With a caption, it was in Portuguese, so this is a rough Google translation. The caption is, I woke up. Yes, people, it's true. I got on the wave of sologamy and decided to marry myself. I'm celebrating self-love and want to inspire other women to exalt their self-esteem. She said that after posting that, she even got a half million dollar offer from an Arab sheik to marry him. But she turned him down. She's like, full mill or nothing. (laughs) 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 Though, quote, he still keeps texting me. Oh, no. (laughs) He's like, I still got this half mill hanging out in these bags. (laughs) 100K for a dinner date. How about that? (laughs) Yeah, Yeah, right, right. He's negotiating down. (laughs) (laughs) The longer she's married to herself, he's like, what about 450? Yeah. She later commented, quote, I'm getting thousands of messages from men and women all over the world wanting to marry me. It's a shame because I'm not going to divorce myself anytime soon. Well, famous last words, famous Mm. last words, because, yep, she was wrong. After about 90 days, that honeymoon phase wore off. Uh She started finding out all her pet peeves about herself. (laughs) (laughs) Like, you know, I really hate how I'd never wipe the ketchup bottle next. I can't believe how I load the dishwasher. (laughs) I never do my laundry. So rude. (laughs) I made grilled cheese very, very well. I guess that's the positive when I say it out loud. (laughs) (laughs) You got to keep reminding yourself. I felt irritated, but now I'm happy. (laughs) Why do I leave the toilet seat up? It doesn't make any sense. I put it up before I leave. (laughs) (laughs) No, Christiani did meet someone else. And she said, quote, I started to believe in love the moment I met someone special. And she has not identified who this person is. But apparently they are so special that they even got Christiani to leave her hot Playboy model wife. (laughs) (laughs) So she divorced herself. And she said she was happy while it lasted. But she was officially getting a divorce. Which I have to ask, what is 
the purpose. If it's not illegal, like what is, what divorce right. do you what what proceedings do you have to go through and like divvy up your stuff between yourself and yourself? <laughs> and this right. goes against you know earlier we were talking about polygamy being something you could do while you were married. You could have yeah, right. a, yeah exactly polygamy. Uh, uh, and I know we we went back. I think it's sologamy, but I was definitely like sologamy. I I blame myself for any me driving that uh, off. off (laughs) (laughs) uh, Okay, cool. We'll blame you too. It's ridiculous news, y'all. We're the ones bringing it down. So I think I do think that's weird though, because that she felt because to me for all these other folks that are saying, hey, it's about loving yourself. You got to bring one hundred percent uh, like you were saying mm-hmm. diana 100 percent each person into a relationship it's like she's like no f that you know like nah <laughs> i'm not gonna be 100 percent. i no longer care about taking care of myself no thanks yeah this uh this arab sheik's gonna <laughs> g- give me some cash and uh i know good well, there is a divorce that... lawyer out there though who would be like oh i don't have to file anything there's nothing legal there's no <laughs> contest but i still will charge you some money yes <laughs> to draw 600 an hour paper um, uh, uh, speculation happened. Station was yeah, speculation. this the uh, the Arab Sheik who finally got through? <gasps> she didn't identify who that's it was. True, maybe he did. I feel like he finally added enough zeros yes. to that number. <laughs> I think that's okay. And Speculation Station, by the way, if y'all are not aware, we have Speculation Station where we can say whatever we want. Mm-hmm. And yeah, we can make we wild no harm, accusations. No We've accused mm-hmm. people of murder. We've done all kinds of things. Yeah, no rules. We're safe here. It's a safe space to say horrible safe things. <laughs> So, yeah, I think you're right. She probably got this Arab sheik. She doesn't want to admit that she took the $300,000 offer. There you go. <laughs> I'm getting, I'm getting a ticket for one on that speculation station train. Uh-huh. I, yeah, yeah. I agree. I All aboard. Diana, you said 300000 You think the number went down. I do. I don't oh, know why. Wow. But maybe wow. that number went up. Maybe he kept calling. It was like, all right, fine. Fine. <laughs> 550. Fine. 600. Oh, my God. 750. Wow. You really think highly of yourself. She's like, yeah. Yep. I married myself. Yeah, right. I know what I got. <laughs> <laughs> he finally went up to a million. She was like, all right. I guess let me get this divorce going. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Uh, Speaking of getting yep. things going. Yes. Let's get some commercial break going. Sure. Segue. Love it. Fine. Love let's it. go. We'll be right back. <laughs> I'm Katia Adler, host of The Global Story. Over the last 25 years, I've covered conflicts in the Middle East, political and economic crises in Europe, drug cartels in Mexico. Now I'm covering the stories behind the news all over the world in conversation with those who break it. Join me Monday to Friday to find out what's happening, why, and what it all means. Follow The Global Story from the BBC wherever you listen to podcasts. started talking about this incident. Drugs and uh, officials cover up. <laughs> you couldn't believe it. From iHeart Podcasts. It's like the police knew who he was before they got here. A story about money, power, and corruption. The medical school dean at USC was leading a secret double life. He's breathing. Right now? Yes, he's absolutely breathing. I'm a doctor, actually. There's no way that that guy's a doctor. I'm Paul Pringle, and I'm an investigative reporter for the L.A. Times. This is the story of an investigation that starts in a hotel room in Pasadena, California, and reaches all the way to the top of two of the most powerful institutions in the city of Los Angeles. 
When people fall in line, they fall in line. Looking back, I realized, oh, everyone knew. This is Fallen Angels, a story of California corruption. We're always going to have predators. It's the good people who stand by and do nothing that allow them to flourish. Listen to Fallen Angels, a story of California corruption, on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcast, or wherever you get your podcasts. Hey, everybody. Welcome to Across Generations, where the voices of Black women unite in powerful conversations. I'm your host, Tiffany Cross. Tiffany Cross. I want you all to join me and be a part of sisterhood, friendship, wisdom, and laughter. In every episode, we gather a seasoned elder. But even with a child, there's no such thing as the wrong thing if you love them. Myself, as the middle generation. I don't feel like I have to get married at this big age in life, but it is a desire I have and something that I've navigated in dating. And a vibrant young soul for engaging intergenerational conversations. I'm very jealous of your generation (laughs) that didn't have to deal with Instagram and Tinder. This is Across Generations, where Black women's voices unite, and together, you know how we do, we create magic. magic. Listen to Across Generations podcast on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. I bet you're smart. Yeah, and you like to hold your own in the group chat. We can help you drop even more knowledge. My name is Martine Powers. And I'm Elahe Izadi. We host a daily news podcast called Post Reports. Every weekday afternoon, Post Reports takes you inside an important and interesting story with the kind of reporting that you can only get from The Washington Post. You can listen to Post Reports wherever you get your podcasts. Go find it now and hit follow. The Therapy for Black Girls podcast is an NAACP and Webby award-winning podcast dedicated to all things mental health, personal development, and all of the small decisions we can make to become the best possible versions of ourselves. Here, we have the conversations that help Black women decipher how their past inform who they are today and use that information to decide who they want to be moving forward. We chat about things like how to establish routines that center self-care, what burnout looks and feels like, and defining what aspects of our lives are making us happy and what parts are holding us back. I'm your host, Dr. Joy Harden-Bradford, a licensed psychologist in Atlanta, Georgia, and I can't wait for you to join the conversation every Wednesday. Listen to the Therapy for Black Girls podcast on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Take good care, and we'll see you there. All right, welcome back to the show, everyone. And let's talk about just what the whole deal with sologamy is. Like, what, where is this all came from? Why now? Mm. You know, from 1993 onward. Right. We've been seeing more and more of these happening in recent years. And like we said, it's not entirely just, uh, you know, the wedding industry trying to capitalize off self-love. There's, uh, there seems to be some real, some real trends happening yeah, here. Yeah, yeah. That's true. BBC interview Dominique Yukapaz, who started a self-marriage consultancy, and she says it's therapeutic. She's seen people, quote, leave abusive relationships, step more fully into their life's work, or meet their beloved after marrying themselves. Okay, okay. So, so lots of good outcomes. That kind of thing where, you you know, if you've, the, the more you love yourself, the more confident you are in yourself. Right. The easier it's going to be for you to find and connect to someone, right? Right, right. Or not, not settle. For somebody who won't treat you, sure. you know, 
the way you want to be treated Definitely. or whatever. Definitely. That makes sense to me. Um, and you can sign up for her 10-week online course to prepare yourself for sologamy for the low, low price of $200. So, Okay. <laughs> right there, that wedding industry making money <laughs> yeah. off of it. <laughs> it's just like, if you need a crash course. Part of me is like, there's so many huge companies making so much money off of weddings. I don't begrudge someone starting their own little business. No. And asking I guess not. people. And if it's more like self-helpy, there's like some, I'm imagining mental health oh, yeah. type services along with it or something yeah. like that, maybe that yeah. would be worth money for sure. Tracy McMillan was a woman who had a TEDx talk and hers was titled, The Person You Need to Marry is Yourself. She talked about having been married three times and she said, you know, her first two husbands were even wonderful people. She was still friends with them. She said her third husband, she said, we're friends on Facebook. Um, <laughs> we don't talk on the phone. But she was talking about how her three divorces were you know, meant to be seen as failures. Like that was how she sort of felt conditioned to think of them and how other people did. But she said she married, quote, everybody in sight except for the one person that I really needed to marry in order to have a great relationship. And once I married that right person, all of my relationships would be successes, even the so-called failures. Okay. She said that to marry yourself, it's all about committing to yourself fully building a relationship to the point that you feel like a full and whole person and to the point that, quote, no man, woman, job or circumstance that can happen to you is going to make you feel more whole. And more than just about loving yourself, she talks about the for better or for worse part. And she said that's really important because it's easy to love yourself at your best. But the idea that even at your worst, you agree to stay with yourself no matter what, that's something really powerful. And she said, you, quote, need to love yourself the way that you want someone else to love you. And yep. I thought that was really interesting because it is yeah. it is easy to be, to, you know, when you feel good, you feel good and you're right. kind to yourself. Right. And when you don't, that's when it's really mm -hmm. hard to kind of like, I think we've all had that feeling where it's like, I wish I could just leave me here right. and go off somewhere else right now. <laughs> right. Yeah. That bully in your head. I yeah. don't know if everyone has one. I definitely do. Yeah. Um, but yeah. yeah. And when you're at your worst, she's very mean to me. Yeah. <laughs> she's very mean to me. Maybe I need to marry her. Marry marry your bully. <laughs> that'll fix it. Yeah, I think everybody has it. I think we all have it, Spencer. Mm -hmm. And I think if you don't have it, that's narcissism. I think that's what... That, right. <laughs> you know, I, I, healthy people have something inside of them that's, you know, uh, letting you know when you've gone a little bit too far. But also, you can't let that over overcome. And, you know, I'm sure Tracy right. McMillan... Um, found a way to quiet that voice with this, and you know, just for two ninety nine a week, you can do her course on how to quiet <laughs> your inner sensor and prepare for your own. <laughs> but I think she makes a good point about divorce too, because you know, it's mm -hmm. kind of unfortunately. I, I hate that it's her third husband that's just Facebook friends. <laughs> I know, right? <laughs> but you know, I, divorce is a good thing, right? It's like people always mm -hmm. look at it as a failure, but I think it can be a positive thing for people to figure out what they yeah. need and. You know, if they were yeah. bringing the 50% and the other bringing, or, you know, maybe it was 37%, 24%, that doesn't <laughs> equal 100. And you got to right. find that right. 100. And, and Diane, I'm curious to hear what Eli's 100 is going to be over these next oh, <laughs> Me too. I really don't know myself yet. Wow. <laughs> a little, little if nervous. If we're all going to be surprised. <laughs> yeah, a little nervous. <laughs> No, well, and that's uh, it's the other thing, too, is that it's like, well, you get married at whatever age and then you 
grow and change. Everyone right, does. Right, right. And so it's like sometimes the person you change into is no longer right with that person that you were that you're married to. I think that that's not that uncommon. It's not always like, oh, this person's a piece of shit or I cannot right. stand them. It's just right. like we're just no longer moving in the same direction. We don't want the same things. We don't you know, whatever the case might be, there's so many reasons why a marriage might not work out. Mm -hmm. But it is, I think you're right, better to think about it as like, it's just a new chapter. You know, it's not failure. I didn't do something wrong. We should have gotten married. We did have however many years together that helped me become who I am and figure out what I did want. I mean, that's valuable, right? We're so steeped in permanence, I feel like sometimes. Like we Mm. talk about this with artistic projects sometimes too, Mm. where you just, you have it, you know, a long-term thing. And the longer it goes on, the more it feels like this needs to exist forever. And if it doesn't, I failed. Yes. Mm-hmm. As opposed to, no, now I move on to the next thing. And I did that. It existed for a period of time. It always will have. Mm-hmm. And now I get to create something new. Yeah, that's super interesting to like moving into the creative space because, you know, Bill and I were big fans. We, we talk about the show Atlanta a lot. And, you know, yeah. the, the, is the, so good. the last season's starting soon. And Donald Glover, in some of the interviews I've read, he's talking about, like, endings are, are important, you know? And it's like, it's yeah. not going to be the last thing he makes or anything right. like that. It's just like, it's done. Time to move on, you know? Mm-hmm. Like, yeah. And having that idea where it's just like, it's, you know, it's okay. It's good for things to end, you know? Like, and, yeah. and yeah, having that, having that self-awareness, I think is important, you know? Yeah. YourTango.com says, quote, these people are still dating, still meeting people. They're still hoping to find someone to spend their lives with. The only difference is that while they wait for that person, they already have someone loving them, Mm -hmm. vowing to take care of them and accepting them for who they are. BBC cites one of the first women to have a solo wedding with Circa Travels to Moe Sawano as saying, quote, the package boosted my sense of self-esteem. Uh, so obviously, you know, we've we've talked endlessly about self-love and wh- how that sort of drives this whole idea. But why now is mm-hmm. the big question. Again, this has really surged in the last few years. Well, a lot of these articles, a lot of these people kind of come back to the same point. We live in a very fast-paced, chaotic world. You know, we're all trying to keep up with each other. We're all pitted against each other in, in this, what I'll call a rat race. I don't know if anyone's ever said that before. Wow. It feels like... Trade Brand new that. phrase coming at you. <laughs> <laughs> but, uh, you know, what do we sacrifice to do that? We really lose touch with ourselves. Mm-hmm. Uh, self-love has dwindled as people sort of put their own mental health and happiness in the background mm-hmm. so they can focus more on success and survival and achievements, things like that. Um, so I think that sort of becomes the root of why it becomes important for us to focus more deliberately on this idea of self-love and say, how do I, how do I put this at the front of my brain how do i have a big ceremony so that i won't forget that i care about myself yeah that again i'm the one person who i am stuck with for life yeah i can never get away from me so i need to enjoy my own company (laughs) care about what's happening to me and how i feel i get that I'm coming back um, to life, oh, my God. Master Cakes! Master Cakes! I thought I was dead, and I was. I was dead, and I was in I was in the great beyond. And as I was floating in the ether, seeing things that I couldn't even describe, the great uh-huh. infinite, the great beyond, I found wow. myself, and I realized, no, it is not the outside things that determine when I live or when I die. If I love myself, I determine 
when I go. That and I did whippets one time. Uh, and because, oh no. and because oh. I am a cake and not a human being, the chemical properties are a little bit different. And it managed, <laughs> and it managed to stitch my cake wounds back together. And so now wow. I am held together, wow. not by the whipped cream that was once my life force, but instead <laughs> the laughing gas, which is also within the canister. And that oh I am God. bolstered by the hot air, not of lies or delusions, <laughs> but the hot air that forms when we truly love ourselves. Mm. And I also just wanted to say that as our population potentially decreases as we make different decisions about when we choose to uh, uh, marry or however many mm. children that we have, I have found that when I came back, I forgot that I made a bunch of little pasta cupcakes that oh. will be here long after when I go. So I don't know oh. if you can see them. They're moving about. Little itty bitty pasta. Adorable. Ones of strawberry. Oh. Ones of cookies and cream. And I just oh. wanted to that say that. head out the window. Bill, had you not stabbed me in the back, I would not have had this opportunity <laughs> was self-discovery because sometimes you don't really know how much you love yourself when you are opened up and you mm. opened me up yeah. there to help me discover <laughs> what was Listen. inside I, and i found i found aerosol drugs and mm -hmm. and little mm. cupcake children mm. well oh, wow beautiful. i'm glad i could return the favor because you opened me up two pasture cakes you opened me up with the, <laughs> the, the, uh -huh. the spray sweat and this bicycle cake i'll never forget it so the least That's I could true. do was just give wow. you a slight stab. Well, I, I appreciate y'all. And I'll leave y'all now. I got to get these little ones to daycare, a.k.a. a refrigerator. <laughs> so uh -huh. we'll, go, we'll go find them. So it's been a pleasure. Hey, oh, come on. Bye, come on, children. Bye. Hope be careful bye. there. Bye, y'all. Man, wow. phew. That's what a, nice. You know, I think we all learned a lesson in... Uh, the strength of whippets yes. and the benefits of getting stabbed in the back by your friends. Uh -huh. yeah. Oh, let me cancel that funeral cake. Yeah. We don't need that. Yeah, oh, yeah. We don't need the funeral <laughs> cake anymore. <laughs> let me cancel that. <laughs> well, okay. Well, now we can undo the first death that's ever happened on our oh, show. I'm kind of glad. We also had our lie. first resurrection. Yeah. That's yeah. pretty ridiculous. Resurrection mm -hmm. is a pretty good name for a show. Well, show. I don't know what it's about. <laughs> but it's about something. Yeah. Wow. Okay, so... Yakiko Inoue, Circa Travel's president, said, quote, some people have said it would be lonely, miserable, or sad to do this. And mm. there's definitely a lot of judgments out there. Many sure. articles judging the shit out of people for mm. doing this. Mm. But more and more Japanese people have been living alone in recent years. And according to the National Institute of Population and Social Security Research, Japan's population is expected to decline between 26 and 38 percent in the next 40 years. Wow. That's pretty That's significant. Yeah. yeah. Uh, and that trend echoes across the world. The Organization for Economic Cooperation and Development says that there are a record number of unmarried people in many advanced countries across the world. And people who are getting married are doing it later mm. than they used to. A mm -hmm. study from 2020 said in the 90s, when Linda Baker would have yeah, been putting right. her wedding together, the mean age of women at first marriage was between 22 and 27 years old. For men, it was 24 to 30. Mm. 
By 2020, the average age for women is almost 31, and for men, it's 33. Wow. And ourworldindata.org says that in the U.S., the highest marriage rate was 16 in 1,000 people after World War II. Okay, and that dipped and bounced a lot since then, but a long decline started in the 70s when it was about 10 in 1,000, and it's currently the lowest in history with six and a half in 1,000. Wow. Mm. So people just are not interested in getting married right now. Yeah, yeah. And I, you know, or having children, I guess, is, is the other thing with population decline, right? Is that people don't want to have kids. Well, we talked in a recent episode about the, the Russian stork derby. That's right. It, w- it was an old Russian uh, tradition that they'd started in the Soviet era. Yeah, uh, it was where like they a medal were... you could get for having 10 children. Right, you oh, got a medal and a cash prize. Yeah, it was the Order of Maternal Glory. Right. Which oh. is a very Soviet name. <laughs> Putin, Putin just reinstated that. Yeah, he was like, have 10 kids, please, and uh-huh. you will be like... A, a hero of the of the nation. Wow. Right. Uh, which on one hand, I was like, I kind of appreciate because we act like we really want everyone to have a family, but then we don't create a society that is very helpful to families. Uh-huh. So mm-hmm. I was kind of like, at least he's putting his money where his mouth is in a way. Right. Um, but on the other hand, it's a very crazy thing to ask a woman after ten, <laughs> ten babies. I know. Somebody out somebody there who's trying for it and then taps out at eight. Like, and is like, right. well, I, now, now I can't get the cash, but I still got eight kids. <laughs> gotta uh. feed eight children for yeah. the yeah. rest of their lives. <laughs> right. <laughs> Sorry, comrade. You have not fulfilled your obligation. You must go fight in the in the battle in Crimea. <laughs> Oh my God. Oh, I will go now. Kiss my children goodbye. <laughs> well, to the take, take your children with you, comrade. Yeah, oh, right. Yeah. They must fight. <laughs> they must also fight. Well, we talked in that episode about, you know, I think you said, like, hey, maybe y'all should look inward and try mm-hmm. and build a society that's more encouraging to have kids in. Yes. As I opposed think- to just saying, like, have your kids in my shitty country. I'll give you 50 bucks. Right. Yeah. I mean, that's it's just like America. We're sort of on that train, too. We're like, let's overturn Roe v. Wade and make people have babies and so on. Mm. And I'm just like, well, maybe you should think about why people don't want them. And usually mm. if you ask, it's financial insecurity. It's worry about the future. What kind of world you're bringing a kid into. Mm-hmm. I think the most popular answer is I don't want to. <laughs> right. Which is, yeah. I think, a perfectly reasonable yeah, <laughs> reason. Yeah. Yeah. But there's so many other factors, right, that you could actually do something about and make, I don't know, shit a little more stable for people. So they're, they're like, ah, yes, I would like to continue this species. <laughs> right now, I don't know why yeah. I want to do that. Well, they're going to have a lot of room in Japan soon. So maybe right. yeah, get people go. over there and then you <laughs> right. can afford a house or an apartment. Just that would be nice. That would it, be nice. Give it 30 to 40 years, y'all, and there's going to be a lot of real estate opening yes. up. Yes. Oh, my God. I'll be like 70. Yeah. <laughs> Perfect. Yeah. I can finally buy a home. I'll live my right golden there. years in Kyoto. Yeah. 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 <laughs> Sounds all right. So, yeah, well, that is the story of sologamy. Yeah. 
Are y'all ready to marry yourselves? Absolutely. I have a, a perfectly uh, bike cake with some pickleball yes. references no, in ready. here. I'm super excited. <laughs> I'm going to try and pull in some of those cupcakes uh, that ran away earlier from Pastor Cakes. And I, if, if, if I like, I did. It, I don't know if this is really a solo wedding, but you know, I, I love Bonnaroo. I'm big on Bonnaroo or, and music festivals in general. But that one I've liked a lot. So I've been to 16 of those, and I did go one time wow. by myself. I couldn't find friends to go. And I loved it. I had so much fun. It was such an amazing experience. And I wonder if that was kind of my own little ceremony being like, oh, Billy, yeah. you don't have to you don't have to go with somebody else. You can go. And I you know, made tons of friends while I was there. But it was just about me and the music and having a good time. And that was a pretty, yeah. a pretty good part of my life that, that yeah. every weekend. I've heard people awesome. say that a lot about traveling alone. They're like, mm-hmm. it's just so empowering in a way to just be like, it's. I have to entertain myself the whole time. I have to make all the decisions. Like some of that's easy for some and harder for others. But I think it's interesting to, yeah, just be alone yeah. in a new city and have to like get have fun. Just be able to have fun by yourself. I mean, I think that's really important. It'd be uh, right. important to know that you could do that. Yeah, I do. I do enjoy traveling alone as well as like yeah. uh, or like going to like new places by myself, whether yeah. it's like whether it's a new city or just like a different restaurant, you know, just like being. Right. Yeah. yeah. Very, very nice. Very yeah, nice. yeah, yeah. Yeah. We have that. I mean, we love traveling together. It's one of our favorite things to do together. Mm-hmm. But I also love traveling alone. You know, mm-hmm. I don't think we get to do it as often because I'm always like, well, let's go to this place. But um, True. next time. That's next the other time. the other 50%. Yeah. <laughs> very yeah, is independent. Off, nice. Is off on a trip yeah. by himself right now. Yeah. <laughs> I see how it is. Well, I just wanted to, before we leave, I just wanted to ask what your solo weddings would be like. Oh, boy. If y'all were planning your own solo wedding to yourself, what okay. would be some essentials? I feel like this is revealing. Yeah. <sighs> I definitely mm. think there'd be music, live music. Uh, oh yeah, love, love just some solid bands, like a DJ or a band. Uh, you know, okay. let's get You'd back in there since this is yes, works there. He's hanging yeah. out, like he's partying. Absolutely. We're gonna have Jeff Tweedy sing some of the uh, the more oh, ballad songs. Great uh-huh. um, show. Uh, you know, Lizzo's gonna come out at the end just to kind of tie it all up. And uh, can she officiate? I feel like uh, she absolute, should officiate. Absolutely, she gets it. <laughs> yes, she gets it. Yeah, you could charge a ticket. I was going to say, I'll, <laughs> how much are tickets to this wedding? Because I'm, I'm, I'm in. ready to go. I want, I want to be in the pit for this wedding. <laughs> I'm going to mosh. I'm going to mosh at Bill's solo wedding. Come on, yeah. What about you? Oh me? Yeah, go. Oh, uh, well, I guess I should say names. I'm sorry. Yeah, Eli, what a lot would you do use. if you could remarry just to yourself? Um, I would love to catch up on some of the things we didn't that we talked about doing but didn't get to do in our wedding okay uh like rappelling in from a helicopter (laughs) um be real fun i feel like that really shows my (laughs) confidence in myself comes out Mm -hmm. in that moment because i'm not i always said i I don't want to get in a helicopter i'm not big on heights that's true but uh that would be super cool Mm -hmm. and me uh you know overcoming something true Plus, the helicopter would have to hover really low and everyone's hair would get messed up and it would be really Yeah, funny. great pictures. <laughs> yeah. That would be awesome. But you know what everybody loves is looking bad at a wedding. That's right. That's, <laughs> that's right. That's what, they, that's what they put all that makeup on for. Uh-huh. Okay, Mark, what about you? What would be your solo wedding? You know, I'd love like a really good chef. I don't know too many celebrity chefs, uh, but, I, but yes. I'd love like a really cool chef. Or like, or like what if like, uh, a really like cool chef interpreted like a Waffle House menu or something like that, where it's just like mm. you're blending something that's like pretty down home 
and simple, yeah. but then like you also give it some like fancy flair, you know? So that'd love be kind of cool for a, for a ceremony, I feel, you know? Love it. So people get the that comfort food, good. but it's also like, right. oh, these are some fancy ingredients that like I would really get. Uh-huh. Yeah, uh-huh. like elevated down-home cuisine. Yeah. yeah. I love that. Mm-hmm. So far, these weddings sound yeah. pretty what's, fucking well, great. What's yours? I, I like everything y'all said. I think I would also like Lizzo to officiate. I, that would make me comfortable. <laughs> um, I think the location, I would want like a really cool old mm. castle or some mm. dope shit like oh, that. Oh, that's nice. And then I that's could stay nice. there, you know, for the week or yeah. something to celebrate yeah. myself. Yeah. It'd be like yeah. somewhere cool, either uh, like like an old, I don't know, in Scotland or something, in England, old ass castle, but still sort of comfortable. You know what I mean? I don't want to ruins. I just want it to look like history. Yeah. You know? That's cool. Um, yeah. Or the Winchester house would be pretty cool. What's the Winchester house? It's that lady who built that crazy oh. house that has like- Stairways to nowhere. nowhere yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. So that would be yeah. pretty cool. So it'd be like just a cool destination. So people okay. could come and, you know, that's my self-esteem problem. So I'm like, nobody would go to my wedding <laughs> unless it was somewhere <laughs> really cool. <laughs> I like that all three of you had things that were like, people would really like- this food or this concert or this location. And I'm like, I'd look cool jumping out of a helicopter. <laughs> but so, you would look very cool. Jumping yeah, but out I'm of not helicopter. giving anything to anyone else. So uh, okay. everybody that comes to my wedding gets 50 bucks. <laughs> I'll just do it Whoa, like that. Oh, <laughs> this <laughs> is great. I feel like we should just have four solo weddings where we combine all our ideas because yes. I've got a good location. Okay. You have a great entrance. We've mm. got the menu and we have the entertainment all worked yeah. out. Look at that. Us. So I just feel like yeah. we just plan and Absolutely. And for only $200, you too can subscribe (laughs) to the (laughs) ridiculous universe wedding planning (laughs) services. 2023, y'all. It's going to happen. That's right. I mean, you have to contact and pay Tweety. (laughs) Tweety. (laughs) But uh, we will suggest it. We will happily suggest it to you. (laughs) Amazing. Oh, my God. This was so much fun to talk with you guys about monogamy. Yeah. Thanks for being here. Yes. So happy to have you guys on the show. Mm-hmm. Such a good time. Uh, what an awesome time hanging out with y'all and talking about oh, this. Oh, my God. So much fun. Yeah, thank you so much for inviting us on. Why don't you tell everybody where they can find you on the internet? Yes. Certainly. Well, you know, uh, it was such a pleasure being here. And so after you're done listening to Ridiculous Romance and subscribing and liking mm-hmm. and all those things, uh, feel free to check out our podcast as well, Ridiculous News. Uh, you can find mm-hmm. us wherever you find uh, our podcast. Uh, also, you know, check out our uh, videos. We post a lot of comedy videos to at Mark Kendall Comedy uh, yes. on social media, as well as our production company, uh, Cool 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 Productions. So if you go to coolcoolcoolpro.com, you can Love check us it. out there. Yeah, so good. Yeah, thank you all so much. This was uh, awesome, and I'm looking forward to these this wedding that we're having uh, yeah. ourselves. Yeah. It's going to yeah. be badass. Yeah. Our... This is a part of the Ridiculcon. We should have, <laughs> yeah. we should yeah. have the four yes. person solo wedding. Absolutely, <laughs> for everyone. Our solo quadragamy. Quadragamy. Yeah. yeah, I like that. <laughs> That's a new, brand new phrase coming at you. Um, well, we are Ridiculous Romance. Yes. Y'all already know. Mm-hmm. You should email us if you want to tell us anything you felt about sologamy, if you yeah. have any opinions, or if you did marry yourself, or what you would do. Oh, send us some pictures wedding. if you did a sologamous wedding. Please. Oh, I would love to see 
every little detail. Yes. I want to see the the centerpieces. <laughs> I want to see the lighting, <laughs> whatever you chose. So yeah, send us an email. We're ridicromance at gmail.com. That's right. Or you can find us on Twitter and Instagram. I'm at oh great, it's Eli. I'm at Dynamite Boom. And then the show is at Romance. Yep. And yes, please listen to Ridiculous News. Definitely. Um, because it is awesome and hilarious. And hopefully we will get to pop in there sometime. Yeah. And, uh, yeah. Keep mess, an ear out. Mess, up, mess around in your show. <laughs> Absolutely. Absolutely. Come on over. Thank you, Mark and Bill. Thanks again, Mark and Bill. Thank you all for tuning in, spending your time with us. And we will catch you on the next episode. We love you. Bye. Bye. So long, friends. It's time to go. Thanks for listening to our show. Tell your friends, neighbors, uncles, and aunts to listen to our show, Ridiculous Romance. I'm Katia Adler, host of The Global Story. Over the last 25 years, I've covered conflicts in the Middle East, political and economic crises in Europe, drug cartels in Mexico. Now I'm covering the stories behind the news all over the world in conversation with those who break it. Join me Monday to Friday to find out what's happening, why, and what it all means. Follow The Global Story from the BBC wherever you listen to podcasts. It's like the police knew who he was before they got here. From iHeart Podcasts. The medical school dean at USC was leading a secret double life. He's breathing right now? Yes, he's absolutely breathing. I'm a doctor, actually. A story about money, power, and corruption. When people fall in line, they fall in line. Looking back, I realized, oh, everyone knew. I'm Paul Pringle, an investigative reporter for the LA Times. Listen to Fallen Angels, a story of California corruption, on the iHeart Radio app, Apple Podcast or wherever you get your podcasts. More Than a Movie is back with Season 2. I'm your host, Alex Fumero. And each week, I'm going to talk to the people behind your favorite movies. From The Godfather, Andy Garcia. He has the smarts of Vito, the temper of Sonny, the warmth of Fredo, and the coldness of Michael. To the legend behind La Bamba, Lou Diamond Phillips. When I walked in, I didn't think I had a shot at Richie because John Stamos' picture was already up on the wall. Listen to more than a movie on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Discover a new educational and interactive podcast, Stories for Kids by Lingo Kids. Our episodes are packed with fun activities. Right, Elliot? Oh, yes! We went shape hunting around the block, and we found spheres and cubes on the street. That was great fun. Join Stories for Kids, the Lingo Kids podcast, inspiring you to learn while having fun. Listen to Stories for Kids on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. The Therapy for Black Girls podcast is your space to explore mental health, personal development, and all the small decisions we can make to become the best possible versions of ourselves. I'm your host, Dr. Joy Harden-Bradford, a licensed psychologist in Atlanta, Georgia, and I can't wait for you to join the conversation every Wednesday. Listen to the Therapy for Black Girls podcast on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Take good care, and we'll see you there.